All right. Well, um, I'm so glad that you all are here. Uh, we have uh, been going through a series called God Comes Near to lead us to this point where we recognize that our God is a very close God, is that he cares about us, that uh, it's not just something out of his character where God came into this world, but our God is a God from the very beginning who made effort to be with people. And pretty much from the beginning, people have made as much effort as we can to be away from God. Uh, and, and yet God continued to follow us. Now, tonight we're going to conclude that series as God comes near. And, and next week we start a new series in Genesis of this God who created things. But right at the middle of all of this is Jesus. And that's whom we've come to celebrate tonight. Now, the first thing that we, we look at uh, when Jesus comes, we're going to go into what it's called the Gospels. The Gospels are the story of Jesus' life. And this Gospel we're going to look at was written by a guy named John. And John was the youngest of the disciples and was very, very close to Jesus. He was also very eloquent and thought very deeply. And John describes Jesus' coming like this in the very beginning of his Gospel. It says, in the beginning, the Word already existed. Now, I'm going to clue you in something here real fast. The Word is Jesus. And he's, Jesus is the Word. So in the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, which is pretty amazing. Get this though. And the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. And God created everything through Him. And nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created. And His life brought light to everyone. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. That is our Jesus. Now, some mistakenly think that Jesus began when He was born. But here's this amazing thing, is that Jesus actually created the woman who gave Him birth. He created the the materials for the house and and the little manger that He was born into. He created Herod who tried to kill him. This is God creator. And this God, we say, it's the God of the garden, the God of creation. All things were made through Jesus. It was no small, trivial visitor. This is the one who made us. And he finally comes to us in the flesh so we can get to know him. We go on and we find out that it's also the God of the ark, the God of Noah, brings us hope. And the next passage is in there, verses 10 through 13. It says, He came to this world, the very world He created, but the world didn't recognize Him. He came to His own people and even they rejected Him. But to all who believed Him and accepted Him, He gave the right to become children of God. They were reborn. Not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but with a birth that comes from God. Now, as we walked and we looked at, at Noah and the ark, we saw how wicked the world was, and that was a time of judgment, a time where God could have moved very far away from humanity. He came in to save. And it's that very same God who put on flesh and came again to give us hope. Think how amazing that is. Is The God who flooded the world also came into the world to save it. Powerful. And we also see that the God of this promise brings fulfillment. It says, So the Word became human and made His home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen His glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. 
The God of the promise started all the way back with Abraham. A time where people were still walking away from God and and living apart from Him and and worshipping false gods. And God calls this man Abraham out and says, I will bless the world through you. And it's just by faith. But here's this amazing thing. It was 2,000 years that the children of, of, of Israel would say, my deliverer is coming. And we could now say, for the past 2,000 years, my deliverer has come. I know his name. See, the God of the promise proved that he, he keeps his promises. That we can put our trust and our faith in him. We don't have one of those trust me religions that says, oh, when you get there, trust me, what I tell you is true. Our God put on flesh. He came and walked among us. He did all kinds of miracles to prove who He was. He died for us and He rose again to prove why people don't do that. To prove He's real. There is a reason that we have hope at Christmas. You see, when Jesus came, it proved to us something very concretely, something that that is in every human heart we wonder, does God love me? And Jesus answers that with a punctuation that is beyond an exclamation point, yes. God loves you. And Jesus even said, God so loved the world that He sent His only Son that whoever would believe in Him would never perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. What an amazing God that we have. And so it's like this. We have this candle that's up here. Some of you may be able to see it. Others, maybe not. All alone... The world was dark and the light of the world came into the world and there it is. And Jesus came and He was in a manger and He grew and 30 some years later He died and was rose again. But He came, He walked among us and there He was. What about you and me? Well, we're like these other little candles. And uh, we're, we're very awesomely made. You know, there's a function to us, clearly. There's, uh, there was some intelligence put into that. There's a purpose for these candles. They were designed for something. And you know, for 364 days of the year, these candles sit in a box and probably wonder, what is my purpose? They sit there. There's no flaw in in their design, and yet they're incomplete, aren't they? They were made for something. And until they find that something, these could just be worthless. If these just sat on a shelf in a corner in a box, what's the purpose of them at all? But these were designed for a reason. But the thing, to find that reason, they can't stay by themselves. In fact, they can't just congregate together. If they congregate together, they just stay in a box and they still stay unlit. Little boring, dark candles. See, our God came into this world. He came near to us. But here's the most amazing thing that He also beckons us to come near to Him. You see, when I come near to God through Christ and faith, well, I am saved by His grace through faith. God doesn't just touch me. He changes me. He brings me to my fulfillment. This is what I was made for. He allows His light to shine through me. He lives in me. And He allows His love to work in my life and into this world. Now, that is phenomenal enough. But can you imagine if Jesus came and John got close to him and John, that was it. And Jesus went to heaven so the candle goes away. 
and this one's left, the light of God is still here, and John doesn't tell anyone. John just keeps this to himself in this dark world all alone. Wouldn't that be a waste? But you see, Jesus told us something amazing. God so loved the world that He gave His only Son that whoever would believe in Him would have eternal life. This light of mine is for you. It is for the world. And that's exactly why God gave us the church. And that's exactly why He allows us to touch one another's hearts. And that's why this time of year is so special. And so in a moment, we're going to allow you to to come near to the light of Christ. And as you do, think about of those who have come before you who have brought that light to you so that you would no longer live an unfulfilled life in darkness. Ooh.
Jesus came into the world, it said he came into the darkness. And he was the light that shined, and he shined his lights to his apostles and to those who were around him, and they shared their light eventually to us. Remember how dark this room was when you first came in and you sat down. It was like when Christ came, one candle lit, one part of God's light to this world. I want you to raise your candles into the air and take a look around. Do you know this is a representative? If you look around the world today, the light of the gospel shines in nearly every corner of the world. But you know there are still corners of our community where there is still darkness. There is opportunity for us to share the hope and the goodness and the joy of Christ. Let's celebrate what Christ has done for us and commit to continue to carry His light till everyone has the joy that we have this evening. And now, let's please join me as we sing silent night as we reflect upon that wonderful evening where God came to earth and gave us this hope.